Blog Talk Radio. Let's begin focusing on a very simple topic, and that is understanding the power and purpose of the kingdom of the air. Understanding the power and purpose of the kingdom of the air. You will probably finally appreciate why media costs so much money and why we must get involved in it. When you leave here today, you will get a revelation of why Arnold Schwarzenegger can spend $120 million on a two-hour movie and make $200 million from it. Or you will finally understand why Madonna and Michael Jackson can command 240 to 250 million dollars a year in their royalties and in their concerts and take home pay in the hundreds of millions of dollars. You're going to probably understand today why the television is so dangerous and so powerful and why the radio is so effective. I want you to listen with an eye and an air of revelation. I'm going to move very quickly because I want to get all of this in before we leave. So please, I want you to begin writing notes right away, all right? Uh, we're going to talk about the, the kingdom of the air as we deal with the kingdom series. And I wanted to shift just a little bit uh, to deal with media because we're going to get back to the kingdom characteristics uh, next week uh, or week after. Dr. Horner will be speaking for us next week, so week after that I'll be speaking. But I want you to to listen carefully to what we're going to talk about about the media. Now, let's talk about the nature of the media. And please keep my focus up there, please. I'd appreciate it because I'm going to stay with the board. I want you to write as fast as you can. I, I can't tell you how important this session is for your children, for your grandchildren, and for you. First of all, it's important principles I want you to write down first. The first one is that there's nothing on earth as powerful as the human will. Nothing more powerful than that. Matter of fact, the human will is so powerful that God himself does not control it. I want you to remember that. There's one thing that God does not control on earth, and it's the human will. Why? Because the very nature of will implies self-control. God gave you the power of will. Number two, the will controls the destiny of man. Your will is the agency of God's kingdom administration. When God established his kingdom on earth, he wanted it to be administrated through your will. The problem is your will is yours. The most dangerous gift God ever gave man was a will. And the most precious gift God ever gave man was a will. It's dangerous and it's precious. It's precious because God gave you the same power that he possesses, the power of a will. But it's dangerous because you also have the ability to choose against God. And that's how dangerous a will is. God intended to use the will of man to fulfill his will on earth. So God wanted you to use your will for his will. The only problem is a will gives you the power to choose even against the will of the one who gave you the will. 
I want you to follow this thinking now. Number three, the seat of the will is the conscious and the subconscious mind. That's where the will lives. It lives in the heart. Your heart is your subconscious mind, and your subconscious mind is the seat of control for your life. Now you got two minds, in case you don't know. You got a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Sub means below. So you got a mind that is always conscious, but then you got a mind beneath that that is not always conscious, but it's deeper and more important than your conscious mind. And your conscious mind feeds your subconscious mind information. And the more your conscious mind hears something, it feeds it to the subconscious mind. That is why repetition is dangerous. Repetition constantly goes to your conscious mind. But the more your conscious mind hears something, it begins to deposit it, or can I use the technical term, it downloads it to your subconscious mind. Now, you are safe as long as something is in your conscious mind. You're still safe. Because you can forget what's in your conscious mind. But the key is to get it to your subconscious mind. Once it gets there, then you are in trouble. Why? Because the mind is the center of thought and it holds the key to life. Now when I use the word mind, another statement to write down, as a man thinketh, so is he. We all know that. But please quote it properly. As a man thinketh where? In his heart. There are two thinkings. There's a think and there's a heart think. Now the word heart here is a Hebrew word referring to the subconscious mind. That's the one below. Solomon says, you are whatever is in your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is your heart. Your subconscious mind is your heart. Your subconscious mind is your heart. Whoever controls your heart, controls your life. Whoever can get enough information into your subconscious mind will control you. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, that's the man. So if you want to control the man, all you've got to do is control his heart. And how do you control his heart? First you work on the conscious mind first, and you keep repeating, 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 and repeating until the conscious mind deposits it in the heart. And now you're in trouble. That is why some of you are having problems with battles of things you're trying to change and you can't change them. Old habits that you were keeping for the last 20 years and now you want to change and it's tough to change. Young people, that is why God tells you to stay away from evil things. If you keep watching pornography, you keep reading dirty books, you keep listening to, to bad stories or, or dirty jokes, and if you keep listening, now the first time you see it, it doesn't bother you. But if you keep seeing it, it becomes downloaded. Now once something is downloaded on your hard drive, what happens? Even when you are not conscious of it, it is still running. And all you got to do is press the right button and you see all the pictures in color. That's why the Bible says, take heed what you hear. Why? If you don't control what comes into your conscious mind, it will soon become a part of your subconscious mind and it's in your heart. And the Bible says, out of the heart, what? The mouth really speaks. It's out of the heart comes what? The issues of life. And Jesus said, from whence comes murders and lust and adultery? He says, they are coming from the heart. Everybody say the mind. Write this down, please. The mind is defined as the heart. 
It determines the future and destiny of a man. I guess what I'm saying today is you are a sum total of the choices you make every day and whatever you decide to hear and see and listen to constantly will become your future. You become what you're continually hearing. You become what you're continually seeing. That's as simple as life is. Some of you are still plagued with habits that you've been trying to break. And I know I've been dealing with people in counseling. And they say, I've been born again for 20 years and I'm still struggling. And the answer is, you've downloaded some stuff that is still there. Now, how do you clean a hard drive? That's the issue, you computer buffs. How do you clean a hard drive of stuff that's been downloaded? Well, that's a tough thing to do. Sometimes you got to buy a whole new computer because you can't get it off. Hey, boys, they're born all over again. Or what you got to do is you've got to buy another program that literally cleans it out. That's what the Holy Ghost is. The Holy Ghost is God's software. Glory, hallelujah. And the material is the Word of God. And the software takes the material and you're supposed to constantly keep hearing and hearing and hearing the Word of God until it drowns out what was there for 20 years. That's the only way to do it. Now, it's really a battle for the soul. Let's talk about the soul, the mind. Write this down quickly. The mind is the center of the soul. What is the soul? The soul is an integration of three parts. Please write this down. The soul is the integration of the mind, the will, and the emotions. In other words, those three things make up your soul. What is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. What is your soul? Your mind, your will. Come on, everybody say, what is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. All of them make up your soul. So your feelings are in your soul. Your decision-making power is in your soul. And your mind, your thinking bank, is in your soul. That makes your soul the most important part of your life. Let me explain why. The battle in life is for the soul of man. The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. Now, why did Jesus say that? You see, winning a body is no problem. Even winning a spirit is easy. You get born again in seconds. But winning your soul is a tough job. My job as a teacher and a communicator is to work on your soul. I am after your soul. I want to win your soul. I've already won your body because you're here. And I've already won your spirit because you want to find God. But winning your soul is a tougher job. Because winning your soul takes a longer time than winning your body and your spirit. You are born again in a second, but trying to get you converted is a tough job. So the battle is for what? Your soul. The soul of the people, the soul of the nation, the soul of your children, the soul of your spouse, the soul of your entire job. Your soul is in trouble. The attack is against your soul. I want you to get this message. Write this down. The soul is the first component of media created by God. Why is the soul the first component of media? Now this is new stuff for you, so you've got to think about this. The soul is a media because the soul is the mediator between the spirit and the body. 
the soul is the most dangerous part of your life. Matter of fact, your spirit is not your problem. Because you are a spirit. But your soul is your problem because your soul is the one that dictates what your spirit receives. Don't miss this. I know the devil is in the Bahamas today. Because if I was him, I'd come to this meeting myself and sit up front. Right here. You sit right there and listen to me teach. Because the devil knows that I got the key to his battle. The devil ain't after your body. Your body's just a bunch of dirt. A lump of dirt. He ain't after your spirit because your spirit's already filled with someone. But there's a, a, a key component that he can still manipulate. What is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. And the soul is the medium between the spirit and the body. Now, write this down. The soul receives from the senses and deposits in the spirit. Very important. What does the soul do? It receives from the senses. In other words, hearing, tasting, seeing, touching, and feeling all come to the senses, but they all go to the soul. They go to your mind, your will, and your emotions. So whatever you see, touch, taste, feel, or hear goes to your soul. Now, if your soul takes it and deposits it into you, which is your spirit, then you've got to make sure to regulate what the soul is picking up from the senses. That's why Jesus said, take heed what you hear. Take heed means be selective. Regulate your hearing. Uh, choose what you want to listen to. Why? He said because it will, it will leaven the whole lump. My God. It will mess up your whole life. Your soul receives from the senses and deposits in your spirit. But here's the other side. It's a little bit difficult now. The spirit reveals through the soul to the body. Now, here's the problem. I need some help. Can you help me? Come here, son. Can you help me? I want you to stand up here. I got to do this visually so everybody can see this. Can you stand right there for me, please? I need someone else too, please. Can you come? I need a woman, a female, okay? Can you just uh, turn facing that way, please? Okay. Can you stand right in front of him here and face that way for me? Thank you, son. I need a lady now. Come, please help me. Thank you, Sylvia. Oh, thank you, Miss Media. Come, come. Hey, that's a good one. Let, let her come. Yeah, since she's media, she could do this real good. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Peace, everyone. Peace, everyone. Welcome to the Divine Connection Show, where we want to divinely connect with you. We are your hosts, Jessica and Tasia. Hope everyone can hear us. Can they hear us? How do we know? See, this thing right here should say. And I was testing. Can any everybody hear us clearly? Can you hear us on YouTube too? Didn't we do a test on here? Mm-hmm. Where's the test? The test is before um, we go to okay. the page. 
you know, when you realize it's taking you in, don't let it stunt you Mm -hmm. from functioning. Because I really didn't focus on the things I was supposed to focus on all morning when that happened. The next morning, it was, like, sad. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, it's, like, regroup. I mean, honor her. She was a young queen. Um, Regardless of what the reason the case may be, all the details, she did not need to lose her life over it. Regardless, and that's my opinion, and I stand by that. I don't even care. But anyway, um, yeah. So that's it. That's all the energy we're going to give for to that. So um, in doing so, we got to find other outlets to mm-hmm. put our energy towards to focus our mind on, and um, whether that outlet might be. Um, a certain craft that you're working on or mm-hmm. um, instrument, um, whatever it is you're passionate or that you like to do. And something you have an interest in. Mm-hmm. You may not even, you may have always had a desire, but I've always wanted to play saxophone. Mm-hmm. So that was just like my favorite instrument. I think that would be pretty good. Well, I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, um, you know, figure out what you can do for you mm-hmm. and what you can do for the world. Mind you, it is Earth Day. That's right. It is Earth, it's Day. Earth Day. So happy Earth Day to everyone. Um, if you guys acknowledge that, if you don't, do that from this day forward. Earth Day is this time of year every year. Um, and, you know, we need to give back to the Earth as well. I mean, without it, um we wouldn't exist. So let's honor uh, nature and mm-hmm. everything. You know, and I learned some interesting things because oh, some of you know, like I took up canning and gardening and growing things last year, and I was very successful, mm-hmm. I must say. And um, but one thing I did learn, this girl said, is that nature, Mother Nature doesn't like to be naked like uncovered and in a way not in the physical sense that we look at in the carnal mindset but like when it comes to like a big spot of dirt like you have to put something in it like you have to put seeds in it or she will cover her yeah she will grow with grass grass or weeds or something yeah so I think that's so interesting. Yeah, I never thought that's so that. true. It yeah, that's true. That's why I couldn't leave my garden out there bare too much longer. I had to put some seeds in it mm-hmm. because yeah, it was interesting with our weather. It snowed yesterday, so how how it's fine because I just started to see like two days ago. Oh, okay. it didn't sprout or anything yet. It didn't germinate yet. That's but, good. Yeah, so it's it's fine, but hopefully. And if not, I mean, if something were to happen, we just start over. Start over. And that's another thing that brings me to another point, um, being critical of ourselves so bad. I know I do that a lot. So mm-hmm. I look over my life, and I'm like, what did I do this year? Have I been productive? I haven't met a lot of my goals. But also I did, even though these, some things weren't my goals, some things that were dear to my heart or I felt the tug. Um, I achieved, I accomplished. Like, it's not easy to paint. Actually, it can be easy once you start doing it. It is pretty easy now. But, like, that's time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I do know. But it's, there's 
even a bigger picture as to why I am involved in that way with nature, like harvesting my own greens, and I'm able to can them, and I don't have to go to the grocery store and to know that there is a difference in the taste and texture of canned foods. You'd never want to really buy 10 aluminum cans anymore. But um, the bigger picture could be, I mean, I may not see it completely. I see it a little bit, but, I mean, it could grow into something more. Um, my interest and what I like to do, I mean, I am like a medicine woman, really. So it to start a thing can lead to your biggest thing. So even when it comes to why am I gardening, I mean, I do know. I mean, mm-hmm. food shortages, and I know some people haven't seen it per se. Everybody's been affected by it. You just may not have realized it, but also things don't happen right away. It's like things with these, uh, the other agenda that people are, that they are pushing, that people are getting, you don't know the long-term effect. That's where I'm going to leave it at that. I mean, I'm just saying, so... Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, what can you do for the world? Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, in your community and things like that. And I appreciate those that are advocating and things like that during these times and um, able to make a difference. Um, yeah, I did my part. I do my part when led to do certain things. I mean, I did what the vast majority do, but, yeah. yeah. So, since it's Earth Day, and not just since it's Earth Day, so what's going on around us and it affects us emotionally, we all have to admit it really does hit us different than our counterparts. Mm-hmm. So, with that, in, in, in our space, we have to have this um, love and gratitude is what my motive is today for our show. Um, just gratitude and grounding yourself in your your space wherever you are, um, because that's what I had to do. I had to realize, like, okay, this took up some hours of my time. No more energy goes into this. This isn't serving me. It's grieving me. And we're allowed to sit with those emotions. It's important to sit with your emotions. So act like they're not there. Mm-hmm. But do something about it. I mean, talk to somebody about it. Get that out. Activate that throat chakra if you have to. Get that out. But also, what can you do now? Because mm-hmm. in these situations, I get a spark. So whatever comes to you, like, oh, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm going to do for myself. Or this is what I'm going to do for my children. Or this is what I'm going to do for my community. It use that as a drive. So, so um, I was thinking if I should continue on with my um, talk about the goals and things like that this year, but I won't. I'll go into the um, meditation. Before that, I wanted to point out something that I learned about or that I pulled up on a yoga website, yoga, yogate, or yoga tech, I don't know you guys, um, but I won't take credit for this because it's not mine, um, but, and I don't know if you guys know about chakras, but they go from descending, not descending order, but from the ground up, so this is like the seventh chakra, 
saying you have a foundation. So, yes. Well, your heart chakra, okay? The heart chakra is a symbol of love and romance. Um, It's also a symbol of compassion and empathy. So um, having an open chakra will mean being open to love, romance, compassion, and empathy. The color of this chakra is green, which can be symbolic of the earth. Therefore, connecting to the earth and showing all of us um, that are interconnected. So like love, hope, compassion. So um, the heart chakra healing is when our our heart chakra is out of balance, we can experience a bit of trouble um, having self-love and self-care. The element of the heart chakra is air. Connecting with our breath is an instrumental technique to heal this chakra. Um, We can feel and regulate our breathing, um, can help release and open our heart chakra. So I just wanted you guys to know a bit about that and it's so appropriate to touch one for right now. Mm-hmm. It emotions is. are high and yeah, yeah. And also, um, what can block your heart chakra is grief. So another reason why it's so important to maintain our um, mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so important. I think people we just don't realize it. We're always going, 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 and we never stop to be aware. A lot of the times we do not stop to be present. We should do that every day. We should do it throughout the day. So one thing that I learned to do also, and I need to practice it more often, I'll admit, is when um, when you start to feel anxious and, you know, you start feeling it in your sacral, uh, what is it? Um, when you start feeling it in your gut, just... Um, what I do is I just do a grounding session. Mm-hmm. I guess I could call it a session. Um, it's what I do. You just ground and then you just kind of break up that energy. So I would stand up, but I'm not one right now. <laughs> but just like, you know, contract your abs and just kind of okay. meet that um, in that area. And, um, you know, breathe. You can breathe in some essential oil, something that uplifts, and um, that can help break up that uh, bad energy. And that's another reason it's important for you to move your body. So exercising is great. And if you don't got time to exercise, put on some tunes and dance. Dancing helps move stagnant energy. So I'm not talking about that just for anxiety. I'm talking about that as a whole. Like, it's important for us to move and be intentional with our moving. Like, mm-hmm. create something and make it manifest just with your movement. So, yeah, gotcha. be more in tune and more, like, happen to your power. And let's not beat ourselves up so much. Like, I don't know. I have to just have an awakening with myself. Like, wake the heck up and know that you are powerful and know that your life is not over and you can start again right now. You know what I mean? I'm like, for me, I had a lot of distractions. Mm-hmm. And honestly, some of them were beautiful distractions. Like some people I connected with, 
this week I haven't connected with in a while. And these are true treasures in my heart, these people that have come up at the same time. I have an agenda, mm-hmm. and I can't get to it. It's bothering me because I have my own schedule. And then, like, family, I have, like, some significant family members that are just, like, popping up whenever they feel like it. I mean, one being my mother, but I could never tell her to come over. And also, I really do cherish that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what am I going to do? You know, and it's just like, I got so much to do. And then the end of the week comes, and then guilt comes. And I read something about that, too, um, for one of the chakras. Thank guilt. I'm sorry, but I have to share it because I think it's important. Let me see which chakra is affected. I believe it's the, um, where is it? Where's my, I wish I could show you all this diagram. I'll get a little bit, we'll get a little bit fancy like I can together and be able to share our screen. Oh, the solar plexus chakra, so like the one right here. Okay. Um, That is hindered. It gets blocked by um, shame. So that's Mm -hmm. supposed to guilt to me. And we could do, we don't have to be like that. But once you become aware, you, this type of stuff won't affect you in that way. You won't allow it. You'll be better at practicing your relief. Um, so, yes, the solar plexus. I wanted to see if I can. So that's what, one, two, three. Oh, it's the wrong way. Yep, that's your third chakra. So. That is um, the solar plexus um, is another chakra which um, is symbolic of strength. This chakra can be seen as symbolic of the sun and therefore a symbol of strength. Like the sun, the solar plexus chakra is a symbol of power. More specifically, this chakra is a symbol of personal power. Hmm, isn't that something? It is also responsible for your mind. Well, having a healthy solar plexus chakra is having a healthy mind. It can also be symbolic of intelligence, academics, and willpower. So energy, vitality, desire, and power. Mm -hmm. Um, When our solar plexus chakra is out of balance, we can feel a sense of lack of self-worth and self-esteem. Also having trouble getting things done. A meditation practice using visualization techniques is a potent tool to heal your um, that chakra. Um, focusing on the color yellow, allowing the image to come to us as we feel the warmth and power irradiating, um, radiating from our plexus area. So that's that, you guys. Um, so that's what I deal with a lot. Um and I don't can't tell you where it comes from. You know, and I never thought about um, using dance as um, as, you, as you call it. You said a manifestation or a cleansing. Yeah, movement. Yeah, mm-hmm. stagnant energy. Yeah, and it's freeing too. It's freeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people say that they don't like to dance or whatever. Just dance by yourself, or if you don't want to dance. Just exercise. Yeah, I mean, it's not it, the same release. It makes sense because the way that you feel after, you know, you go to a party, you dance, or you dance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that. 
Yeah, so we're just going to have a little meditation session on the air because I feel like it's needed. Mm-hmm. So, or we feel like it's needed. So, um, just ground yourself, get get in position because a lot of us did not breathe today. Mm-hmm. Consciously breathe. So, um, yeah, and just loosen up and allow you guys to get to your spaces and do this. You can sit anywhere. You can sit flat. Um, I said sit flat. Of course, you be sitting flat. So you can sit in a chair. You can sit uh, Indian, Indian style. style. You don't have to. You can really be laying down. Yeah, you can lay. Um, but I, I tried to just laying down the other night. When I woke up in the middle of the night, I decided to meditate. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm such a visual and a literal person that mm-hmm. I, um, it was like, I can't let the light drop down like I wanted to oh, okay. when I was laying flat. So you can do what you want, though. I've meditated, other meditations I've done laying down, but when I'm being intentional about something, I like to sit up just that little insight. So what we're going to do is release. We're just going to inhale and exhale. You can do this as I talk because I'm not going to be able to do everything mm-hmm. with you guys if I'm going to talk. But just inhale are you closing our eyes? Not yet. Okay. I mean, you can just sit, find your spaces and start being present with your breath. And just inhale and exhale and release your day, you know? You can inhale, you can exhale loud. You can inhale, you can exhale and howl. You can do whatever your body feels. You can take deep breaths right now with your mouth. And with your nose, in through your nose and out your mouth. Um but just get yourself centered. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, release your day and release your week. You know, be present. Feel your breath. Feel your aura. Feel your um, feel your atmosphere. Be present right now. Mm-hmm. And, um Focus on inhaling and exhaling. I'm going to try to turn something on back here. Let's see if it's going to work. I don't know if you guys can hear. But I think they can hear it. If not, we're just trying to keep it So yeah. Um yeah, so be present right now and inhale for three seconds. Hold it. Exhale. Release for three seconds. Go ahead and inhale for three more seconds. Hold it. Three seconds. Exhale. And do that again. Inhale. Exhale. And if you feel like you need to go deeper, go deeper. Inhale for six seconds this time. 
and exhale. Slowly. And now you can close your eyes. And inhale again for six seconds. Hold it for six seconds. Now release. Okay, now this time we're going to inhale for nine seconds. Inhale. Hold it and release. Inhale. All right, and release. Well, now what I want you to do is envision your perfect life. If you have a vision board, look at it. Look at what you want to accomplish, what you want to achieve. Have that in your mind. What I want you to do is inhale all the great things that you see right now and plant it in your subconscious. Be intentional. Inhale and inhale deep. Hold it for like two seconds and release. And as you release, envision all of your abundance surrounding you. I want you to do it again. Envision everything that you want. And plant that in the forefront of your mind. Envision envision it as a golden globe. All that you want. Place it above your Okay, now inhale. And now allow it to drop down into your crown chakra. And allow it, go ahead and exhale. Allow it to come through your, your eyes, your mouth, all the way down to your heart, throughout the rest of your body. Allow the light to shine through. And now inhale again. Hold it. Exhale. Inhale again. All the abundance. Hold it as long as you can. All the abundance. And now release all of the glory. So we welcome all things good, all things positive, all things that, all things in abundance that serve us well. Okay, and now if 
you feel led, just go ahead and open your eyes. Ground yourself if you left your space. Some people easily leave the space. So ground yourself and love on yourself and feel your appreciation. Love on yourself. Touch your heart chakra deeper. Whatever chakra you felt you need. And ponder there. And if anything um, showed up for you, make sure you write it down. Make a mental note or write it down. So grounding helps us meditation and grounding. Helps bring us back. Awaken your soul. Awaken your real mind. And be present because we are alive. We are here. We still have purpose. It's not too late. All right. So, we'll turn this down. I don't think it's too loud. So now, um, I guess it's the goal part. Um, like I said earlier, we make goals. Like I may, I just talk for me. I make goals, and sometimes I feel like I don't achieve them. But I have achieved some goals. So look over your your life and realize what you have done. Um, even when it comes to something as simple as the third party debt success that I've had, that's a goal. I don't think that's simple at all. <laughs> it's not. But here I am. I wanted that done. I want all these other things done. Um, and then to me, it was like it's not good enough. But when you look over your life, you see that there is a trail of breadcrumbs behind you mm-hmm. that you have left. There are seeds there. Some things need to be watered. You planted it. You got to let nature and everything else run its course, and then you'll come back, and then the fruit will be there. Um, by the time you look back at it, because you're busy going to the next, mm-hmm. um, in the right time, the right frequency, you can't just be hopping. you got to stay focused. You have to put in the work, though. Mm-hmm. So um, what are some things you do to get back on track? So for me, um, to be mindful about what you want to do. So to always have it at the forefront. Um, visual, visual, vision boards are so important because you can't help not to see the vision. So it's always constantly reminding you of what it is that you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And um, a tool that I like to use as far as goals um, to make sure that I stay on course is journaling, and um, I found a journal. Yeah, I found a journal. It's it's called the 100-Day Journal. So it looks like the maybe. Okay, you can't hear me. This room might I'm sorry. You talk well. And, uh, yeah, this is a little 
Okay. So hopefully that, yeah. So this is a Go journal, and um, I really liked it because uh, as far as, yeah, didn't you pull it up? I just kind of thought you were going to show on the inside. Yeah, I am. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. My bad. Go ahead. Keep going. So, and what I use it for pretty much is business, but you can use it for any area of your life to bring wealth to whatever um, fear that is in your life, whether it's um, physically, um, if it's, uh, with your business, if it's with your personal life, if it's with family, um, if it's with school, whatever it is, uh, you could use it. And it's you reevaluate your progress with this this journal. And first, the first and foremost thing you do, you write in it two times a day. And the first thing that you do is you say what you're grateful for. You write down what you're grateful for. So before anything else can flood your mind, any negative thoughts or anything else that might try to come, because I know early in the morning, once you get up and just the littlest thing could just throw your day off and your whole mindset. So just to prepare yourself for what's to come or not to allow things to affect your mind space. So to be intentional and to be grateful for the things that you do have. So that's before anything else. Be that you have to be grateful. And um, so, and then you write in the morning, you write in the evening. It's pretty much uh, what your goal is that you want to achieve, and then three actions that you can take towards doing that. And then um, then from the actions, you take those actions and you put them in little um, tasks for that day. So you're just evaluating your day and then in the evening. You're setting up your day in the morning, evaluating your day in the evening. Evaluating what you did, what you're disciplined with, what you're doing, um, what did you struggle with, what obstacles came in your way. Are you closer to your goal today than you was yesterday? If not, okay, what are some things that you can improve on? What some things that might have distracted you? What are some? What can you do to take away those distractions um, to fix, to set yourself up for success? And then it's like every um, so like 30 days you evaluate and see, okay, did I stay on track? So you can even do this with yourself and create this for yourself and tailor it to what works best for you. And, um, yeah, that sounds like being very intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, you're making time. Right now, like when you first pulled that out, I was thinking, I'm not going to do that. But at the same time, it's just like when you make time to pray in the morning, you're giving gratitude. You start off with gratitude and what am I grateful for at first? Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. Right. And it's just like when you make time to meditate, no matter what, you have to make time. And that's the tone. And not only that, it is the key to success, to do things like this first thing in the morning. 
mean, millionaires get up early. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I mean, very early while it's still dark out. Yeah. Um, so, at first, like I said, flesh for you because it's like, oh, I'm not going to do all that. But at the same time, this is walking you through it and helping you prepare and help leading you up to success and helping you to be a better you. First yeah. Time. Yeah. So, being very much aware. Very much aware. Because we allow distractions to overtake us. We're just like, oh, okay, you know, a lot of went down the rabbit hole and been on Facebook or mm-hmm. Instagram or YouTube, and it's like, once you acknowledge, like, I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time. On the phone or? Uh, I binged on the mm-hmm. show or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you have to correct those things. So, it's yeah. right there in front of you. Right. So that's actually a good practice. Yeah, it's a good practice. But um, you want to show me the inside? Yeah, so this is like, uh, you guys, for those that are just coming on, um, that called in, we are on YouTube Live right now. Um, we did a guided meditation. Well, yeah, we did a meditation. Um, so if you wanted to see... What book we're showing you? Page is showing yeah. the hundred day gold journal. Oh yeah, um, JT News underscore on YouTube. And then um, this is like every day you would write in it. Um, I don't know. You can see. Okay, this is every day you write in in it. So the morning and then the evening, and then like your tasks for the day, like, right over here. And um, after, okay, so it's a 10-day review period. So then you, you're doing an evaluation on yourself, just like they do evaluations on you at work. That is very cool. So a discipline chart and overall day chart. So and then there's quotes at the end of each evaluation. So this yeah. is um, taking this seriously about, what you want to accomplish. That's really good. So um, that was going to be my next point is to strategize again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like, oh, I have this yearly goal. I have this six-month goal. I have this five-month goal. But sometimes in the middle of trying to achieve your goals, once you get distracted or get off track, or basically if things don't go according to the plan or as you saw it, you have to re-strategize before it's too late, before you realize, like, oh, that didn't work, so I'm just not going to do it. No, come up with a new strategy. I mean, even for us as business partners, we have to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just like we come out with things, and things just may not go according to the plan, but that doesn't mean we give up because a lot of people have, or many failures before they succeed or whatever you consider a failure, which mostly everything is a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, we've had lots of small victories. which just not, we haven't reached the, the end goal. Like, that's what we think we're supposed to do. We're supposed to already be here, you know. But um, I was just recently reminded of that quote, Rome was not built in a day. And, you know, I've heard that quote before. <laughs> I've heard that saying so many times, but it did not resonate with me until recently. And I mean very recent, like last week, I don't know. And that goes for everything. That goes for weight loss goals, body building goals, whatever you want to do. Relationship goals. Relationships. It's not all happening at once. Like, it doesn't happen right away. I don't know why. You know, and that's part of the unconditioned thing that we have to do, the un 
learning part. Like, we live in such a microwavable world, and if we go to another country or if we go to, like, somewhere tropical, um, Dominican Republic or Panama or somewhere, they have a slower life than we. We wouldn't even know how to function right away. It would take an adjustment. Like, they're more in tune with you know, so like you could be here and we not be present with one another at all because we're so busy. Busy being busy, you know, and, you know, you go to other countries or other around different cultures and you start to see like, you know, that we're just so microwave. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah. And another thing that comes with you not feeling great about where you are is um, depression starts to seep in. And that causes stagnation. It causes you not to move. I know it does for me. Sometimes you know what causes me not to move is to know that I have so much to do. Sometimes I get stuck on that. Mm -hmm. And I just think about what I have to do. Overwhelming. Yeah, it's overwhelming. I'm just like, where do I start? Even though if I have it already written down where I want to start. Mm-hmm. It's like, where do I start? Oh, God, I got so much to do. Well, really, all you got to do is just start. Yeah, so that's start. what I do. It's like, it's like I'm just going to just say something silly, but it's like, oh, I got to make up my bed. Oh, I got to do the laundry. Oh, I got to wash my car. And I got to get ready for this meeting. I got to gotta run to the store. I got to go get gas. And it's like, I'm not doing any of it because... I got to do all that today. Yeah. And it's like, uh, why don't you just get up and make your bed already? You know what I mean? Like, just do it. Some things may not get crossed off, but you may have gotten two things out mm-hmm. of the five things. Done. Right, right. And that's that paralyzation. I don't like that. And um, so since I'm aware of that, I, like, actively combat that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just um, sometimes we – or the task could be, it could feel big, but if you just break it up into, yeah. like, three other small tasks, then you start to realize that you're getting, getting, getting it done. So yeah. do you have any examples of when you, you've done that? Um, even, like, for making websites, um, like, okay, one big project that you have to do is the website. But if you break it up, and even if you do it, just break it up into a certain, you know, you have a time frame which you need to do it, say, okay, I need to do that this week. You can break it up um, and make it work for whatever for whatever is demanded of your time. So if you have two hours a day to work on it, you can do two hours a day. Work on one task, like I'm going to work on um, designing the website. And then um, just certain parts of it. And then, okay, I'm going to work on um, marketing. Okay, I'm going to work. And it's just you got to just, if you only have three days off the week to work on it, use your time efficiently and honor your time and honor um, what you put towards your um, time, those time blocks. I like that. I mean, sometimes when I hear things, I'm like, I need you to pause right there. When you say honor your time. Mm-hmm. Honor it. Yeah. That's good. Honor your time for yourself. If you, ain't, if you don't honor it for yourself, nobody else is going to honor your time. 
I mean, you have to honor it for yourself or everybody will, you'll allow everyone else to take up your time or other things and distractions to take up your time. So honestly, honor, honor yourself. It's like, yeah, even that's being true to yourself. Don't let other people fill your time because it's easy you could put time to work yeah. a TV show and that's stolen time towards you could then work and can't get it back. Investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep, because what happens if you just continue to do it? You're going to get your break. Mm-hmm. And whatever your break may be, I mean, like, we will, I mean, look around you like you're already successful. We have success right now. Success is now. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's not always monetary. Honestly, that I've learned something. I can't repeat it yet because I don't fully believe it, but what I've <laughs> learned about money. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to wait on that. I won't post that yet. Your star that appeared in the sky. 
<laughs> I mean, I heard we all have stars. I believe it. Because yeah. it makes sense. Because the, 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 the wise men could find out what he was by his story, the king. Mm-hmm. So I believe it. The magi. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were dope. The astrologers. Were we could talk day. about that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love talking about stuff like that. Yeah, and if you guys are astrology, you are good at it because we're new to that. Well, nothing new. But as far as like actively looking into that stuff, we're new on that. I won't, actually, I won't say actually because we're not actually looking at it. We're just open to learning. You know what I mean? We're just open to learning. I'm just like, what? Because um, when it comes to the stars and things, it even there's a method to it. I'm not going to say, like, I'm not even talking about Jesus and all that. I'm talking about currency. Like, when it comes time to invest in something, they follow the galaxy. What? <laughs> I am missing out because I don't know. I don't know this. I don't have this kind of knowledge. You know, this is not my background. So, like I said, if y'all into that, I'm not saying I want to go, like, there's, there's, there's steps to this. But I'm just saying, like, share some of the knowledge yeah. out there. And I could go into the scripture. I can go into it because, yeah. um, well, I'm talking about... Oh, it can get dark. <laughs> Some of them get dark. It but, can, but yeah. But I mean, I don't. I haven't seen it dark in my studies, so. That's Jury's still out. <laughs> so yes, guys, peace and love. We appreciate you guys always showing up for us. Thanks for showing up for yourselves today. Um, if you meditate with us, uh, we appreciate you being with us here in this space. And if you did not, make sure you just. Put on some meditation music and sit with yourself. Sit with your goals. Oops. Uh-oh. I don't want to leave the site. Why did it do that? It's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, sit with yourself and um, make that happen for yourself. Count your breath. Breathe. Feel your breath. Um, envision your what you want for yourself. Even for the day, so let's do that. Top of the morning tomorrow. Um, the rising. In the oh yes, on top of the rising. Envision <laughs> um, how you want your day to go, and ponder on that. You know, and envision what you want. Well, I won't say what envision what you want your day to. You do okay. Just sit with yourself and see what comes up as you meditate. But definitely envision your bigger picture. But also, if we see the bigger picture than we did today, we picture what we want for ourselves. But also, it takes steps to get there. So take in what you're supposed to do for the day for yourself. Whatever your soul is telling you to do, be obedient to it. Do not sacrifice you are by don't do a tug of war with yourself. Sit with yourself and act on it. Become whatever yourself is telling you to do. Mm-hmm. Or to be. Okay. All right. Oh, we got an outcome. Oh, okay. Let's do that. So, uh, yes. Sunday Independent Thinkers with Beth at 7 p.m. Uh, Tuesday is True Tuesday with the Keen L. Yep, um, at 7 p.m. Uh, 
Wednesday is Solomon Solomon Temple, Temple at 10 a.m. Thursday is us. And then um, at seven. At seven. Every day. Every day show mm-hmm. at seven on Monday. Yeah. All right. Peace, you guys. Let's begin focusing on a very simple topic, and that is understanding the power and purpose of the kingdom of the air. Understanding the power and purpose of the kingdom of the air. You will probably finally appreciate why media costs so much money and why we must get involved in it. When you leave here today, you will get a revelation of why Arnold Schwarzenegger can spend $120 million on a two-hour movie and make $200 million from it. Or you will finally understand why Madonna and Michael Jackson can command $240 to $250 million a year in their royalties and in their concerts and take home pay in the hundreds of millions of dollars. You're going to probably understand today why the television is so dangerous and so powerful and why the radio is so effective. I want you to listen with an eye and an air of revelation. Now I'm going to move very quickly because I want to get all of this in before we leave. So please, I want you to begin writing notes right away, all right? Uh, We're going to talk about the the kingdom of the air as we deal with the kingdom series. And I wanted to shift just a little bit uh, to deal with media because we're going to get back to the kingdom characteristics uh, next week uh, or week after. Dr. Horner will be speaking for us next week, so week after that I'll be speaking. But I want you to, to listen carefully to what we're going to talk about about the media. Now... Let's talk about the nature of the media. And please keep my focus up there, please. I'd appreciate it because I'm going to stay with the board. I want you to write as fast as you can. I, I can't tell you how important this session is for your children, for your grandchildren, and for you. First of all, there's some principles I want you to write down first. The first one is that there's nothing on earth as powerful as the human will. Nothing more powerful than that. Matter of fact, the human will is so powerful that God himself does not control it. I want you to remember that. There's one thing that God does not control on earth, and it's the human will. Why? Because the very nature of will implies self-control. God gave you the power of will. Number two. The will controls the destiny of man. Your will is the agency of God's kingdom administration. When God established his kingdom on earth, he wanted it to be administrated through your will. The problem is your will is yours. The most dangerous gift God ever gave man was a will. And the most precious gift God ever gave man was a will. It's dangerous and it's precious. It's precious because God gave you the same power that he possesses, the power of a will. 
But it's dangerous because you also have the ability to choose against God. And that's how dangerous a will is. God intended to use the will of man to fulfill his will on earth. So God wanted you to use your will for his will. The only problem is a will gives you the power to choose even against the will of the one who gave you the will. I want you to follow this thinking now. Number three, the seat of the will is the conscious and the subconscious mind. That's where the will lives. It lives in the heart. Your heart is your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is the seat of control for your life. Now you got two minds, in case you don't know. You got a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Sub means below. So you got a mind that is always conscious, but then you got a mind beneath that that is not always conscious, but it's deeper and more important than your conscious mind. And your conscious mind feeds your subconscious mind information. And the more your conscious mind hears something, it feeds it to the subconscious mind. That is why repetition is dangerous. Repetition constantly goes to your conscious mind. But the more your conscious mind hears something, it begins to deposit it, or can I use the technical term, it downloads it to your subconscious mind. Now, you are safe as long as something is in your conscious mind. You're still safe. Because you can forget what's in your conscious mind. But the key is to get it to your subconscious mind. Once it gets there, then you are in trouble. Why? Because the mind is the center of thought and it holds the key to life. Now when I use the word mind, another statement to write down, as a man thinketh, so is he. We all know that. But please quote it properly. As a man thinketh where? In his heart. There are two thinkings. There's a think and there's a heart think. Now the word heart here is a Hebrew word referring to the subconscious mind. That's the one below. Solomon says, you are whatever is in your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is your heart. Your subconscious mind is your heart. Your subconscious mind is your heart. Whoever controls your heart controls your life. Whoever can get enough information into your subconscious mind will control you. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, that's the man. So if you want to control the man, all you've got to do is control his heart. And how do you control his heart? First you work on the conscious mind first, and you keep repeating, 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 and repeating until the conscious mind deposits it in the heart. And now you're in trouble. That is why some of you are having problems with battles of things you're trying to change and you can't change them. Old habits that you were keeping for the last 20 years and now you want to change and it's tough to change. Young people, that is why God tells you to stay away from evil things. If you keep watching pornography, you keep reading dirty books, you keep listening to, to bad stories or, or dirty jokes, and if you keep listening, now the first time you see it, it doesn't bother you. But if you keep seeing it, it becomes downloaded. Now once something is downloaded on your hard drive, what happens? Even when you are not conscious of it, it is still running. And all you got to do is press the right button and you see all the pictures in color. That's why the Bible says, take heed what you 
here. Why? If you don't control what comes into your conscious mind, it will soon become a part of your subconscious mind, and it's in your heart. And the Bible says, out of the heart, what? The mouth really speaks. It's out of the heart comes what? The issues of life. And Jesus said, from whence comes murders and lust and adultery? He says, they are coming from the heart. Everybody say the mind. Write this down, please. The mind is defined as the heart. It determines the future and destiny of a man. I guess what I'm saying today is, you are a sum total of the choices you make every day, and whatever you decide to hear and see and listen to constantly will become your future. You become what you're continually hearing. You become what you're continually seeing. That's as simple as life is. Some of you are still plagued with habits that you've been trying to break. And I know I've been dealing with people in counseling. And they say, I've been born again for 20 years and I'm still struggling. And the answer is, you've downloaded some stuff that is still there. Now, how do you clean a hard drive? That's the issue, you computer buffs. How do you clean a hard drive of stuff that's been downloaded? Well, that's a tough thing to do. Sometimes you've got to buy a whole new computer. Because you can't get it off. Hey, boys, they're born all over again. Or what you've got to do is you've got to buy another program that literally cleans it out. That's what the Holy Ghost is. The Holy Ghost is God's software. Glory. Hallelujah. And the material is the Word of God. And the software takes the material and you're supposed to constantly keep hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God until it drowns out what was there for 20 years. That's the only way to do it. Now, it's really a battle for the soul. Let's talk about the soul, the mind. Write this down quickly. The mind is the center of the soul. What is the soul? The soul is an integration of three parts. Please write this down. The soul is the integration of the mind, the will, and the emotions. In other words, those three things make up your soul. What is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. What is your soul? Your mind, your will. Come on, everybody say, what is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. All of them make up your soul. So your feelings are in your soul. Your decision-making power is in your soul. And your mind, your thinking bank, is in your soul. That makes your soul the most important part of your life. Let me explain why. The battle in life is for the soul of man. The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. Now, why did Jesus say that? You see, winning a body is no problem. Even winning a spirit is easy. You get born again in seconds. But winning your soul is a tough job. My job as a teacher and a communicator is to work on your soul. I am after your soul. I want to win your soul. I've already won your body because you're here. And I've already won your spirit because you want to find God. But winning your soul is a tougher job. Because winning your soul takes a longer time than winning your body and your spirit. You are born again in a second, but trying to get you converted is a tough job. So the battle is for what? Your soul. The soul of the people, the soul of the nation, 
the soul of your children, the soul of your spouse, the soul of your entire job, your soul is in trouble. The attack is against your soul. I want you to get this message. Write this down. The soul is the first component of media created by God. Why is the soul the first component of media? Now this is new stuff for you, so you've got to think about this. The soul is a media because the soul is the mediator between the spirit and the body. The soul is the most dangerous part of your life. Matter of fact, your spirit is not your problem. Because you are a spirit. But your soul is your problem because your soul is the one that dictates what your spirit receives. Don't miss this. I know the devil is in the Bahamas today. Because if I was him, I'd come to this meeting myself and sit up front. Right here. You sit right there listen to me teach. Because the devil knows that I got the key to his battle. The devil ain't after your body. Your body's just a bunch of dirt. A lump of dirt. He ain't after your spirit because your spirit's already filled with someone. But there's a, a, a key component that he can still manipulate. What is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. And the soul is the mediator between the spirit and the body. Now, write this down. The soul receives from the senses and deposits in the spirit. Very important. What does the soul do? It receives from the senses. In other words, hearing, tasting, seeing, touching, and feeling all come to the senses, but they all go to the soul. They go to your mind, your will, and your emotions. So whatever you see, touch, taste, feel, or hear goes to your soul. Now, if your soul takes it and deposits it into you, which is your spirit, then you've got to make sure to regulate what the soul is picking up from the senses. That's why Jesus said, take heed what you hear. Take heed means be selective. Regulate your hearing. Uh, choose what you want to listen to. Why? He said because it will, it will leaven the whole lump. My God. It will mess up your whole life. Your soul receives from the senses and deposits in your spirit. But here's the other side. It's a little bit difficult now. The spirit reveals through the soul to the body. Now, here's the problem. I need some help. Can you help me? Come here, son. Can you help me? I want you to stand up here. I got to do this visually so everybody can see this. Can you stand right there for me, please? I need someone else too, please. Can you come? I need a woman, a female, okay? Can you just uh, turn facing that way, please? Okay. Can you stand right in front of him here and face that way for me? Thank you, son. I need a lady now. Come, please help me. Thank you, Sylvia. Oh, thank you, Miss Media. Come, come. Hey, that's a good one. Let, let her come. Yeah, since she's media, she could do this real good. I want you to stand right here. Watch where I'm going to put her. In the middle. Okay? Stand right in the middle of them. Face that way. Now, this is the battle that you're facing right now, every day, every moment of the day. This is your spirit 
this is your body, this is your soul. Now, your body is getting information from what it sees, what it hears, what it tastes, what it touches, what it feels. And it takes it and transmits it to the soul. The soul then takes it and gives it to your spirit. Alright? And when the spirit gets that information from the soul that it got from the body, the spirit now has to deal with this information. Problem. Once the spirit gets all this information inside of it, when the spirit wants the body to do something, who does the spirit talk to? The soul. So the spirit gives the, the directs to the soul and tells the body what to do. Now you got a couple of problems here. Sometimes the body don't want to do what the spirit wants it to do, so the soul is in a battle. Is what you call a mental battle, a battle of the soul. So your spirit says. The information that I got from the body is unrighteous. And the soul said, but that's all the body gave me. The soul cannot give the body, or the spirit rather, what the body didn't receive. Faith comes by what? Hearing. And you hear through what? The body. So the body hears something, the soul takes it, believes it, and gives it to the spirit. Now the spirit receives and conceives it. If your spirit has the spirit of God in it, it's not a spirit that's missing there, it's on the inside of the spirit. That spirit disagrees with what the spirit just received. And the spirit of God says, now that is not righteous information. So the spirit of the man tells the soul of the man, that is not righteous. Tell the body that is not righteous. Tell the body to change source of information. Body says, no, I like how it feels. Soul, come on, feel it. And so the soul feel it from the body. And the soul says, that feel okay. And the spirit says, but it ain't right. So the spirit says, soul, tell the body, stop it. Body says, feels sensually good. Don't you like it, soul? And soul says, mm-hmm, I know it's wrong, but it." feel emotionally good. And so the spirit loses. And now the spirit is downloading junk that's starving it to death. You know who's the most important part of that whole trinity? It's that soul fella. That soul. Because that soul could decide to reject or accept the power of the soul. So the soul takes from the body, gives to the spirit, but the spirit also takes from the spirit and gives to the soul for the body. So the body can only do what the soul makes it do, and the soul can only do what it accepts from the spirit. That's why the Bible says, do not walk in the flesh, but walk in what? The spirit, and you not fulfill the lust of the flesh. 
Thank you very much, oh man. All of that is man. Thank you very much. And by the way, you know, there's a female in the middle there. She got the feeling part. Praise God. Write this down. The soul feeds the spirit and receives from the spirit. This is a mystery. The soul feeds the spirit, but it also feeds the body through the spirit. Through the soul, rather. And it's very important that, that you be careful what you listen and hear and see and allow to come into your taste buds. That's what drugs are about. Drugs are about tasting and feeling and, and sensing something that your soul begins to emotionally enjoy and the spirit rejects. But if you do it enough times, it's downloaded, and now when you want to quit doing drugs, your problem is it's stuck in your hard drive. So you get saved and saved and saved, but you never get your hard drive clean. The only way to be completely free from any kind of habit is to have a replacement of habits. You've got to download new information. Write this down, please. What's the purpose of God in all of this? Number one, man is a spirit. He lives in a body. He possesses a soul. That's what man is. Man is a spirit. He lives in a body. He possesses a soul. Say it with me. Man lives in... Man is a spirit, he lives in a body, but he possesses a soul. That's the unity, triunity of man. Whoever controls the soul rules the man. That's it, that's the point. The original purpose of God, therefore, was to rule the seen world from the unseen world through the unseen man living in the seen body on the scene. Get it? In other words, God wanted to control the world through you, but he wanted to do it from the unseen world. And he wanted to do it through your unseen spirit living in your seen physical body. And he wanted to do that on the seen earth so that his will, which is invisible, could be seen visibly through your actions and through your execution. So God wanted to rule the world through you without coming to the world by, your, by and through your spirit. The soul is God's media for kingdom rulership. It's very important to understand this. God wants to rule the world through your soul. That's why the Bible says... <laughs> I wish above all things that you prosper. Notice the focus. Even as your soul prospers. God places the number one prosperity focus on your soul. If you're not prospering in your soul, God says, you are poor in every other area. So if you're not getting the right information, you are actually destroying your life. Very important. Write this down, please. The kingdom of God is the kingdom of the, of the soul, the kingdom of the heart. If the kingdom doesn't get in your soul, the kingdom can't get to the earth. If the kingdom of God cannot get in your soul, it cannot get to the earth. If it cannot get into your heart, the earth will never see the rulership of God. Rulership begins in the heart. That's where it is. And until it gets there, there will be no kingdom manifestation on the earth. The first word of Jesus in his public ministry... Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, it says, And Jesus began to preach, repent. The word repent means what? To change your mind. Where's your mind? In your soul. His first attention was given to the soul. If I can get your soul changed, he says, then the kingdom can come from heaven on earth. Now, there's a point I want you to write down here, a very important point, and that is the kingdom of darkness is the kingdom of the, 
of the soul also. God is battling for your soul. So is Satan. That's my point for the whole day. Satan and God really are not after your body. Even though that's important for the earth. They're really after your soul. God is and Satan is. Because whoever controls your soul controls you. I think we become so spooky, we forgot where the battle is. We become so spiritually spooky that we have actually invented demons that don't exist. And we're fighting things that aren't there. And the real battle we're missing. <laughs> Oh, I was studying the life of Jesus last night, just going through some of the thoughts that he expressed. And it's incredible. I wish I could just teach this for another two hours, but you couldn't take it. But Jesus is mine. He was always going after the mind. Always. He said, if you hear my teaching, listen to my teaching. If you follow my words, listen to my words. He said, my words are spirit, and they give you life. He's trying to get it through your soul. If I can get your mind changed, he says, you'll be sanctified. It's a battle for the mind. So we got two kingdoms, and both are after your soul. What is your soul? Your mind, your will, your emotions. What is your soul? Your mind, your will. That is why most of you are losing your battles. Think about it. Let's deal with one of them just for a second. Emotions. What do you think is making you keep going back to that situation that you know is wrong? It's your emotions. Satan got you, man. One phone call and your knees get weak. Emotions. You're going back to that ungodly relationship. The battle is over the minute you feel your knees getting weak and you start leaving the house. And you drive in there and know the Holy Ghost screaming at you saying, Stop! Turn around! Don't go back there! He don't love you! She don't love you! Stop it! They're going to break up your marriage! Stop! Stop! And you still drive in. It's a battle. And the battle doesn't stop because you're preaching dongs. you got to grab your body. Come on, somebody. He said, i got to beat my body under. Your body got to come here, body. You're going back to prayer meeting or back home to eat. It's your emotions. Write this down, please. Let's talk about what, what is the media. Now, we say the soul is God's media. Let's talk about media. The word media... Uh, the word media is from the word medium. Write this down, please. It's very important for every young person and old person to read. Very important to remember this tape. Get this CD, please, I beg you. What I'm teaching today is the key to 2005, 6, 7, 8, 10, 20. Because there is an attack on your soul like you never believe. You got 125 channels in your house with a remote control. And every button is after your soul. So you better understand what they're doing. Every radio station station and every number on the station is after your soul. This ain't entertainment. This is containment. They want to contain you. They want to control you. And that's what it's all about. It's about the media. And the word media is from the word medium. It means to stand between. In other words, the media is the thing between the source 
and the object. We showed you an example just now. We saw the spirit of man and the body of man. Well, the media is the one in the middle. That's the one that decides which receives what. That's what medium is. The word media means to mediate. Jesus Christ is called the mediator between God and man. Can I hear amen to that? Amen. Oh, I want to stop there for a couple of days and just preach. The Bible says there's only one medium between God and man. Only one. And who is that? The man Christ Jesus. That means if you get information from anybody else, Lord have mercy, to save your soul, you ain't got the right message. Hello? Christ is not one of the prophets between God and man. It says there's only one mediator. I respect Buddha. I appreciate Muhammad. I thank God for Haile Selassie. I thank God for Baha'i Lula La La. All these guys are great. But the Bible says there's only one mediator between God and man. And it's the man Christ Jesus. That means anybody else will give you distorted communication. Oh, I want to show you something. You're going to believe this. Write this down, please. Media means to interpret. When I travel to foreign countries, and I speak to thousands of people in these big meetings, I speak English, they speak Portuguese. I speak English, they speak Russian. I speak English, they speak French. I speak English, they speak Spanish. And I'm standing there, and they put between me and the people this guy. Now, I got to hope that this guy... Come on! Is telling them what I say. Not only that, I got to hope he understands in himself what I'm saying. Boy, interpret, that's what media is. That means the chances of you getting the wrong message is so high when the mediator is in question. Okay. Between me and 10,000 people sitting there is the media, mediator, the, the interpreter. Who's the most important in that whole scenario? Who? That fellow in the middle. Can you imagine? As important as I am, he's more important than me. And as important as those 10,000 people are, he's more important than they are. Why? He determines what they hear. Come on, talk to me. When you turn that radio on, that TV on, that CD on, that CD player on, when they, you are taking a chance. When you open a book that you just bought, you're taking a chance. You've got to pray. Glory, hallelujah. And that's why we've been so messed up in reading the Bible. Because we are the mediator between us and our understanding. And we've got to depend on our concepts and hope they're right. Very important. Now, write this down. The media controls the message and therefore the quality and the meaning and the essence of the communication. The media controls the message. Now the source does not control the message. The source knows what he wants to say, but the source got to totally depend on the media to get it right. And if the media gets it wrong, then the people, the object of that message will get it wrong. Oh, hallelujah. That is why we 
cannot just allow anyone to preach to the world. And they're preaching to the world. Every channel you turn to. This young man that is so famous right now, this is a white boy with blonde hair. What's his name? Eminem. He got my name. This young man, Eminem, is a dangerous young man. He's a worship leader. I saw him leading worship the other night with over 70,000 screaming young kids. He was leading worship. I'm not sure which God they were wishing, but they had their hands raised, and they was going just like you was going to church, and they were swaying with him. 70,000, man, getting it on. And everything he said to them to do, they did. And he was cursing. Sounds like 50 cents. These are mediums. So what do we do? What do we do? Do we allow... Levard and, and these and Corey them to sing or let Eminem sing. See, you gotta decide who's gonna sing. So, so Corey sang it this morning. Some of you still ain't figuring out what he's talking about. But he he dealing with a medium that ain't for you. Your head too old for that. But you got a seventy percent of our nation that understands what he's talking about. Seventy percent. So what are we going to do? We've got to make sure he gets the right message. And I heard my sermons this morning in that song. Amen. And that's what we need. Don't criticize the medium. Check the message it's given. Write this down, please. Media can corrupt, clarify, pervert, or protect the integrity of a message. It can do all those things. It can corrupt it. It can pervert it, or it can clarify it. It can protect it, or destroy it. The medium is the most powerful thing in communication. Write this down. The media controls what the receiver hears, thinks, and understands. Very important. The media controls that. And so we need to make sure that the medium that we are using is communicating the right message to the hearers because the hearers will get whatever the media gives them. We saw a demonstration here this morning. I hope you're not offended by what, those, what they showed in the media presentation. But that's happening every day on your television. You ever heard this, this TV show called My Two Dads? Or you ever heard about Will and Grace? I mean, Will ain't got no grace. You know, that these people need grace. But these are serious things. And they are communicating things. I mean, two men kissing on your TV and your son watching it, your daughter watching it. Two women kissing and they watching it. And you're sitting there, you don't even know it's going to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, you better check the medium in your house. Why? It's controlling what your children think. How do you fight that? What you do is you come on right after Will and Grace and says, Hello, this is Dr. Miles Monroe. We're here to correct and clarify what they just perverted. Come on, clap loud for me. Praise God. In other words, you don't back out of it. 
You get in the middle of it. You got to fix it. You got to correct it. You got to clarify it. Why? Bible says be in the world. Get in there. Don't be a part of it, but be in there. You got to get in there. And boy, that's why they got the price so high, because they don't want you in there. They lock you out by finances. That's why the church remains poor. The devil ain't worrying about the church. Just keep them poor. Why? They can't compete with the media of the mind. Write this down, please. God considered mediation as a dangerous power. And he warned us against the use and abuse of it. You no, know, when I read these scriptures, I was shocked. God is very sensitive about mediums. Why? The thing in the middle is dangerous. So God has a very strong sensitivity to mediums, to media. Let me read a couple of scriptures for you, all right? And you're by the tape because you're taking too long to write. Praise the Lord. The Bible comments on the power of the media. Now write these scriptures down. Very important. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 27. It says, A man or woman who is a medium or a spiritist among you must be put what? To death. Because look, if they are mediating and they ain't representing me, you kill them. Now that is a tough law. <laughs> God said, look, if they prophesy and I didn't talk to them, kill them. Do you know what they did to prophets who didn't prophesy correctly? They stoned them to death. In other words, God said, look, if... <laughs> well, I can't get, this is deep. God said, kill the media that's not presenting me. Kill them. Don't put them away. Destroy them. That's how dangerous the media is to God. It's a death sentence. Oh, the second one is dangerous. Watch this one. This one is serious. Deuteronomy 18 verse 10. It says, Let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire, who practices deviation or sorcery, interprets, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. God says, May they not be among you. By the way, check that list so good because you may know somebody who qualified to be out of the church. Reading cards. That's omen. Tarot cards. Go to Miami to get your palm read. God says, now let me tell you something. You are an abomination. You trying to get information from me through somebody I didn't set up. I have said to the church, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, I set up no mother divine and papa boo boo. I, I, I know who I said. Come on, y'all talk to me. God says, no, no, don't get, this, don't get me mixed up. They're not between me and you. Matter of fact, that's why God hates for you to read astrology. Because you're putting the stars between God and yourself. And God ain't send no star to talk to you. Yeah, yeah but you know, the papers be on my desk. And they give you the paper. Just, just glance at it to check. God says you shouldn't be among it. Write this one down. First Samuel 28. Watch the results of wrong media. Saul then said to his attendants, Find me a woman who is in the media. <laughs> Find me someone who is in the middle. I need a media. 
Show me a medium so I may go and inquire of her. Since God ain't talking to me directly, let me go hire a witch, she says. Oh, that sounds like some of these Bahamians and Caribbean people now. You know, they ain't hear from God no more, so they're gone. Paying a couple of dollars and getting little things done. God says, uh-uh. Now, let's see what happens when Saul did this, all right? Watch what happens when Saul did this. It says here, now, he misused and abused the kingdom of God. Here's what it says in First Chronicles 10, 13, what happened to Saul. It says, and Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance. What? Saul died because God killed him. This man made a mistake. God wasn't mad at him, but he consulted the wrong media to get information. What are you doing at 2 o'clock in the morning on your internet? What are you consulting? Where do you surf, young people, to get your information about life? God said, he died because he chose the wrong media to listen to. What books do you buy? What stations do you keep your radio tuned to in your car, young men and women, older men and women? What is constantly, constantly being said to your conscious mind and downloaded eventually in your heart? The power of the media. The devil is after your soul. And Saul lost his because he went after the wrong media. It says, so the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to who? David. Over to who? David. Now, I want you to follow David's life versus Saul's life. David had serious media, eh? The largest song book in the Bible was written by this man. It's called the Book of Songs. And if you read and listen to his hits, the Lord is my strength and song. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, Dave had the media in the bush, dancing in the mountains. In other words, if you can't find good media, write your own. Got it, young people? That's why I'm so proud of our young people. And listen, we're just getting warmed up. I'm about to kickstart this ministry with new structure. By November, we're going to be on a glide ride. And I'm telling you, we're going to have some stuff happening here that's going to blow you away. I'm just in the, in the preparation stage here. But we're going to have to grab the media in every area to control what goes into the minds of our nation. You can't just sit back and get mad. You've got to participate.